0: welcome to the martial arts and crafts podcast i'll be your instructor sarah deacon in this podcast we'll discuss what it means to make an impact when it comes to physical and mental health personal success habits spiritual practices leadership communication connection creativity and more so let's step out onto the figurative mat together and get to work back to the podcast. This is Martial Arts and Crafts. I'm your host, Sarah Deacon. In this episode, I plan to talk a little bit about our personal values, what it means to live in purpose, and how to go about discovering your own core values um, when it comes to living like I believe what I say I believe. So that is kind of where I want to sit today. So what is my purpose here? What's yours? This is big, big philosophical questions Um, we need to think about sometimes. Sometimes we have a lot going on in our lives and there is no time to really sit and ponder these things. Sometimes we have to sit and ponder these things because there is not much else going on in our lives. Things slow down in November and things have really been slowed down for the bulk of 2020. So if you haven't asked yourself this question, maybe it's time to consider it. I know that as a believer and follower of Jesus Christ, that I have one and you have one. We are all created for a purpose. I have seen mine evolve over the years and at various points, it was kind of more outwardly focused like excelling in a particular job, pursuing a certain profession. Other times, it was centered more on my own heart, my relationship with God, my relationships with my close family members or with my friends. I can't just say that I believe certain things about myself and about my purpose, though. I kind of have to back it up with what I do, with my actions, right? James chapter 1, verse 22 says, Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. If you believe in God or some other higher power, you probably also believe that you are here on this earth at this place and time for a reason bigger than yourself. You want your life to matter. You want your life to mean something. You probably wanna make a lasting impact. And if you don't believe in God or another higher power, if you think that this is all there is, then maybe you make choices based on the people in your life that you value or a cause that aligns with making a better world for you and yours, honoring the legacy of those who came before you, or leaving a legacy for the people who come after you. Regardless, I think that a lot of us, if we let ourselves get quiet and sit in our mind castles for a while, we are seeking, discovering, or looking for ways to live out our purpose. Part of my martial arts training along with some professional and entrepreneurial experiences have had me looking at my own deep inner motivations so that like my marketing can be in alignment with who i am and my target market the people that are meant to do business with me i don't know if you've been involved in any business building or professional training or networking like that um some of the events that I've been to have had us go through this kind of long list of words talking about all kinds of different values by which folks might choose to live. Things like honesty, integrity, security, loyalty, family, wealth, peace, privacy, etc., etc., etc. The idea of the exercise in settings like that is to narrow down your personal list from about 50 or so values down to 10. Like just pick 10 that resonate with you. Then Of those 10, give you a couple more minutes. Okay, narrow it down to five, then narrow it down to three, then go down to one or two. This is supposed to give you clarity about how to market yourself, like I said, how to operate your business, even how to live your day-to-day life. I have done this exercise a few times in recent years as I've built a business and trying to figure out who I am and who I want to be. It's a good one. I have talked with friends and family about it, um, about what I was discovering through the process, and I've encouraged them to explicitly define their own values in this way. So what are my core values? I have not narrowed down to two, to connection and creativity. And if you notice, those are some things that I explicitly state in the intro of this podcast that I will be talking about. If I had to choose just one, I might start to describe how one is definitely more powerful in my life than the other, but then I immediately look at the other and go wait no, that one is. So today I might say creativity, tomorrow I might say connection. Um, Ask me on another day and maybe I can actually narrow it down for real to one. But having the two core values isn't really super difficult because they really often go hand in hand. I try to focus on creative connection connections rooted in creativity. Um, Some of my best moments are when I'm making something and also spending time with someone else. So, like, I've done paintings where uh, we sit around a room and a table, those painting parties, those are super fun because we're connecting and we're being creative together. So I love that. It makes me super happy. I think that's one of the best things that you can do and it doesn't take a lot to do it. You can do it yourself. There's 10 packs of canvases available at your craft stores you can gather limited number of people in your house or maybe just your family members and sit around the table sharing paints and making something beautiful. That's cool. Because I really believe that everyone has a capacity for creativity. I look at my kids and even though they don't always want to sit down and participate in an explicitly creative act, like painting, drawing, coloring, whatever, they actually come up with some amazing stuff, even outside of that. And then when they do sit down and want to draw or write or paint or something, they, they blow me away. So since we've been doing school virtually this fall, I have had the pleasure to watch them work during art classes and some other less overtly creative exercises. And I've been so impressed with what their minds come up with, the way they play with each other and the way they express themselves, while they weave stories and games. It's thrilling. And they were never really taught to do any of that. It comes from the real connection with their own imagination and the connections and trust they build with each other at home and among their friends and neighbors. Something I really love doing lately is when they have the virtual art class, I will sit at the table and I will do my own projects while they work on theirs. And again, we're not collaborating but we're sitting there in close proximity, connecting with each other over something creative. So I've really always been a very obviously creative person. I was always the artsy type, always drawing, coloring, painting. I love art classes. Um, I always loved them the most all through school. Anything that I can turn into something visually interesting, I would, (laughs) I'm kind of old, too, so there was no such thing as uh, like an iPad or a tablet or even a, a home computer when I was learning. I, um, I still kind of resist digital drawing to a certain extent because it feels removed, like there's something between me and my whatever I'm drawing or creating. Uh, so creating, for me, it's a visceral mind-body-spirit activity. I I totally can get involved in Photoshop these days, but I can't make that my only way of creative expression. I still have a sketchbook. I like working with fabric, um, like the belt crafts I've been playing with this past year. I enjoy photography and painting on canvas. I like using my hands. Um, I pretty much follow my imagination and pursue the ideas that move me, uh, whether I've ever tried it, whatever it is or not. Experiment with different mediums. I teach myself as I go. I move on when something new catches my eye. (laughs) And as a side note, I talked a little bit in my first episode about the ways I might get distracted and move on from this podcast. And here's a little bit more about that and how I know this about myself. I've been looking at this, I've been sitting and thinking about this way of being creative how I personally can't just seem to pick one thing and stick to it and produce, 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 uh, which is why I've not really considered myself to be much of a successful independent artist. Recently, uh, though a few months back, I read a book called Real Artists Don't Starve by Jeff Goins, which actually opened up my eyes that I am not some sort of frivolous, untethered failure waiting to happen. I can actually embrace my wide-ranging creative interests and do something with them. So I can break the rules that say I have to pick a discipline and stick with it until it sucks the life out of me. I I can actually change this narrative that I have to have some sort of niche or gimmick. Um, If I keep showing up as my authentic self, looking for connection and creation, I get to define my own success because I'm walking the walk about what it is I truly value. So I can create some of these belt projects and offer them out there for whatever purpose. <laughs> I'll talk more about that in a future episode. Um, I can make paintings. I can find things to make that, that might um, make a good print or a good t-shirt. And I can, I can play there for a little while. Until I get bored with it and try something else that catches my eye. So there is some success to be had by the diversity of my creative processes and interests. I may never be a super refined drawer, sketch artist, I don't know, or painter or sculptor or any of those things. But... What I've decided for me is that the the journey into my own creativity is what is really important. As for the connection piece, that has really been an interesting journey. My one-on-one relationships have been extremely fulfilling. And I value my friendships and my family closeness tremendously. I kind of think part of the reason I struggle so much with social media is because I kind of continue to get sucked into the illusion of connection there. Scrolling through the posts of people I know and, you know, causes and companies that I care about, it kind of offers this false sense of intimacy. Like it feels connecting and intimate and even sometimes deep. But the stories and the photos are all curated either for personal reasons by the, the individuals or for marketing purposes, which is a whole other story. Even you know companies that are kind of attempting to show a genuine value, a genuine um, personality in order to connect, to build trust, to build relationships with buyers or clients. I know this about what I see from companies because I myself have a small business page on Facebook and Instagram. And this season of isolation and fear that we've all been experiencing together since March has shattered the webs of connection that I have built over the course of my life. Every single relationship that I have or had has shifted. Our environment right now idolizes isolation. <laughs> and so to cultivate relationships in this, uh, in this kind of environment, it, it requires a lot of work, Herculean effort, right? So this year has seen a lot of us fall away from each other. At the same time, I've actually discovered and nurtured some new and unexpected friendships cause of that. My less intimate relationships have also gone uncultivated, which really makes me sad. I'm a super social person. I like being in large groups of people. And I had been going to different groups, um, worship services, gatherings um, with friends, events for the kids, martial arts classes, all of those activities have either gone virtual or stopped and then when they have started again like martial arts classes they're they're totally changed. Um I mean not totally but like there's tangible differences in the energy and feel to them because of what's going on in the world. So the virtual stuff kind of becomes like the social media stuff because the connections almost don't feel real. Again, it's like that, that screen that, that comes between my, my pen, my, my hands and my art. <laughs> it's kind of the same way with this virtual stuff. That screen is, it's coming between me and the other people. It's coming between all of us. So that it's, it's not comfortable. It's, it's, it's what we've got. So I'm trying to work with it. Yeah, it's like, it's like trying to trick yourself into feeling a connection that's never going to be able to be felt completely. Um, So I've been struggling. I've been struggling on that connection piece lately. Uh, I'm struggling to live the connection part of my values the last few months. I have never ever, ever valued a hug so much. I've never been so aware of the energy of a person in a room together with me, sharing the same space, breathing the same air. Never been so aware of that and how much is, actually, is really lost through that video connection. When an invitation to connect is met with the fear response, makes me feel very very sad and yet we are all still here each of us is longing to connect while considering what level of connection is acceptable to each of us i am still connected just differently than before and i I can appreciate and be grateful for that And if it wasn't for this time of isolation, I might never have started this podcast, which is helping me explore a new way of connecting. Connecting with people I might never meet or see or know who you are. (laughs) So my values are still very much at play. Every day, I, I do try to invite myself to at least one act of creation and one form of connection. Some days I don't get there, if I'm being honest. Other days I go all out and do a bunch. So personal values are very, very important. Without them, I would be in very, very dark places. And since I've identified my values, it's been clearer to me when I do feel of depressed or dark or sad or angry or frustrated it it has become more clear to me what i need to do i can ask myself okay did you create anything today who have you connected with today and if the answers are nothing and no one (laughs) i know that maybe that is part of the issue now i uh I also kind of want to go into the the deeper realm a little bit of purpose values guide decisions behaviors everyday activities um my purpose is gonna define my entire life and reason for being here that's a big old scary question right what is my purpose why are we here (laughs) and this is definitely a tougher meteor conversation to have I would love to invite you to, to reach out, connect with me on the socials um, if you want to talk more about purpose and how it has shown up for you, how you've discovered what you were meant to do, how you're living your purpose, how your purpose has changed. That would be really cool because I'm always curious about the work other people are doing in, in, that, in that space. So personally, I really began to discover purpose again through martial arts. Our organization is a purpose and values driven company. And the instructors remind us every so often that we don't actually teach martial arts there. We teach purpose, we teach values, and we use the martial arts as the language through which we communicate that. Um, I've been pondering my purpose a little more the last few weeks, months. Um, I'm asking myself how much my personal purpose aligns with the purpose in our academy. I spent the summer teaching there, so I really... I mean, the our purpose at the academy was, was very, very much a part of my everyday life. Uh, I definitely... Have had to align myself with that because that's part of my job it's part of the community that my family's involved with and the purpose there is we inspire people to believe in themselves and so this this podcast is part of my and the creative the other creative stuff is part of my and the personal work i'm doing for my health my growth uh, working towards my black belt all of that is part of my and and so as an instructor and as a lead counselor at the summer camp, I have been trying to be that person who is inspiring others. I've been wondering if inspiring others is is really me, if that's actually my purpose. I, I, I believe it might be. I can and I do live this purpose and yeah, it might not be quite bullseye. I have adopted it as a major guidepost. A lot of my decision making is, okay, will this inspire someone else or will this derail somebody? I do that as a Jesus follower, as a mom, as a wife, as an artist. Um, I think as an individual person inspiring others is a really super great purpose to have and i I feel like i have i've i've been walking in that to a certain degree i've also always kind of found it really difficult to be a leader in certain capacities i tried running a church group and it just really fell apart (laughs) I've tried um, leading group, leading other groups, uh, hosting things, parties, um, th- stuff like that. And a lot of stuff kind of has fallen apart. And when I try to be a leader, it seems like there's more lessons in the failure for me there. <laughs> so when my intention is to inspire, I tend to maybe like get a little too excited. I put my foot in my mouth. or I don't know what to do or say to actually be inspiring. So I've been spending some time lately asking myself if inspiring people to believe in themselves and is really my purpose. Like if that's bullseye for me, or if there's maybe another purpose that could hit a little bit more center, a little bit more on the nose there. So this quote came up in my newsfeed the other day, or in a newsletter I subscribed to something. It's a roomy quote, and it goes, Yesterday I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today I am wise. So, I am changing myself. I thought this was really powerful because I see a lot of f- folks around me just railing against how things are, or how they have been um, and 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 wanting to change the world, which is admirable and i I hope that at the same time they're also Looking inward as well as as all the things that need changing or adjusting around us, I, I hope that you and people around you are are looking inward because that's what I've been working on the last few years with my martial arts being a major catalyst for change in myself and my choices and my attitudes. Um, it comes back to identity. I am a martial artist. I am going to be a black belt. I tell myself I am a black belt. I just don't have it yet. So that's how, how do I become a black belt? i be a black belt. I make the choices that I make based on that identity, which is rooted in purpose and values. How am I inspiring someone today? Where does creativity show up? Where does connection show up? If I'm not, or it's not, then what needs to change? How do I shift? Can I change it in the moment? Or do I need to take some time and figure out the next opportunity to do the next thing that aligns better with purpose, with values? And if it's not right on, if it's not bullseye, then I shift. So as long as I live, as long as I breathe, there is something, even small, even tiny, even minuscule, something that I can do to live my purpose. Even if all that is right now is figuring out exactly what it is, what my purpose is, I I can try new things. I can change my thoughts. I can wake up to my words, to my attitude, to what I'm feeling in my body, how I'm responding to the energy of the people and the situations around me. And I adjust and I move and I keep moving because I'm still here. So there's still something that I need to do. So I'm going to end again, coming back to the poetry. I pulled out this one uh, from from my graduate school thesis again, from, you know, over a decade ago, probably about 14 or 15 years ago now. This poem is called Opaque. And it came to mind when I was considering how how the screens are dividing us these days and things like that, even though 15 years ago, this was not a thing really as much. So this is a poem called Opaque. There you are, pane of glass, roads, trees, houses, all visible beyond you. I have everything in sight. And just because I can see through you doesn't mean it's easy transparent still divides reveals a world untouchable dangles possibles and prevents the reach so if you can see or hear that this is it's about this sort of pane of glass a window separating the the speaker from the outside world and how i'm receiving it today is is just that that screen the the pane of glass that we're looking out onto this whole world that we can't really touch we can't really affect in really really um impactful ways by just sitting behind our screen like we have to move we have to get in it somehow and that's the that's the trick these days is kind of figuring out you know what what steps to take um what's worth the risk what what we can do to To get there, to touch it, to reach it, to to do something to change the world. And again, thinking back to that Rumi quote, maybe it's more um, just changing myself and understanding that that that's where it starts. <laughs> it starts with me. It starts with my own self, my own heart, my own mind, my own body, and then it gradually ripples out from there. So, yeah and it impacts maybe my kids my my spouse my friends my extended family my parents my siblings and and so on and so forth and if they can see the shift in me wonder maybe what work i am doing and if we can go there when we talk then maybe it starts to the ball starts to roll and we start to gain momentum with with changing the world around us because as our hearts become more entrenched and confident in who we each are then we become less attached to all the craziness that might be going on around us. I don't need to get hooked into that because I'm I'm strong and I'm walking in my purpose. I'm living my values and if I can do that, then I will impact the world, even if I never see it. At least that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> so, thanks for hanging in there with me. I, I appreciate I appreciate your presence, and um, I do have a I do have a little challenge that I will offer. Is just to to find one of these lists of values and do that exercise. Take that list of fifty or so values. Narrow it down to 10, narrow it down again to five. See if you can get it, get focused and get really, really clear on just one or two of your very strongest personal values. Um, and if you, if you go further and dig into purpose, ooh, that's awesome. Uh, I would, I would love that for you. So thank you again for being here. I appreciate you. I love you. I'm cheering for you. I'm cheering you on. You can, once again, you can find me on the social medias. Uh, Yes, I sound like an old person. Yes, you can find me on social media at Facebook, at Instagram, at my martial arts and crafts. And same as my Patreon website is patreon.com slash my martial arts and crafts. And you can support me there. You can support me on Anchor Podcasts, My Martial Arts and Crafts, or MyMartialArtsAndCrafts.com. Thanks again for hanging in there with me today. I really appreciate it. I look forward to talking to you again next time. I hope to continue to offer this podcast weekly. It may be every other week as we move through this holiday season. Thanks again for being here. And I... Look forward to training with you next time.